Hello and welcome back to the Timbers from the Spot podcast. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Tyler. And can I just say it? We own Seattle. It's just a fact. We own the point. Flounders. Yeah, yeah. 11-2 over the last Where four. Where they at? Come on. Come on. You really think you're going to win again when we go up to Seattle? Come on. Come on. You're, you're not, not winning. You're not winning. I'm sorry. Yeah. It sucks that you had to sit in traffic on the way back from that game because, yeah, that was tough for you guys. Yeah. That was. It was nice to finally give them the feeling of how we felt. After the six two, obviously you know we we true. beat them three times since then. Yeah, but not in an as soul crushing of a way. No, and we beat them four times since then. Correct. Oh yeah, I, I guess I was counting this was... one. And then oh, was, and oh, then, like, I see. Okay, the yeah. other three times as this one being the most soul crushing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. Doing the doing the Concacaf Champions League celebration and then just getting was that two, was that a two nil game or three nil? Uh, two nil or the three? I think it was two. Yeah, it was a two 0 Yeah, and then just just wiping them like that. Yeah, that also that, that also was good. Was that was good. Whew. Yeah, yeah. We have a lot of just good good feeling <laughs> yeah. wins. Yeah, I mean Seattle. any win against Seattle, I mean come on. Well, of course, come on. Yeah, but I mean, it's the lineup was the best lineup we've seen all year. Yeah, so we far. finally actually get what we wanted going into this game. Finally get what we yeah. wanted. We get Bravo, McGraw, Zuprik, uh, Mascara, Aspria, Ashala. Chara, uh, Moreno, and then Evander and Bully, and the the sofa score is listed as a four four two, which is pretty much what it was. Sometimes yeah. it's a four two three one with Evander dropping in behind Bully. Yeah. Uh, the passing chart kind of reveals either of those. Evander's just kind of everywhere. You know, he doesn't really yeah. have a. He's kind of up top, and Bully is just off isolated, which is how it felt. Yeah, basically. And I feel like that's kind of just going to be his role. He had 13 touches in 72 minutes. Who was that, Bully? Yeah. 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 That's a that's a Nia Skoda type stat. <laughs> yeah, that is. But, I mean, but, he did he did okay with the chances he got. Yeah. It's, it's whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was tough. We just, again, it's just the service isn't there for him. No. But, I mean, whatever. Who cares? 4-1. Wish yeah. I cared. And the Sounders were missing Kristen Roldan, who got a concussion, was wiped out, and Rusnak, who also had an injury. Mm-hmm. They did have new who they did have their normal backline: Nuhu, Regan, Yamar, uh, Alex Roldan, Paolo, Obed Vargas in the middle, Chu, Ladero, Morris with Rui Diaz up top, which was yeah. Rui Diaz did not start last game; he started this one. I mean, you can see Rui Diaz's quality, obviously, in the goal and the chances he helped create. Yeah. But, I mean, we both predicted a loss. I had 3-1. I think you had 2-1. I think I had 3-1. I think we both had 3-1. Yeah. <laughs> we were being very optimistic. Now, yeah. I will say that morning, my Bournemouth Cherries beat Tottenham 3-2, mm-hmm. scoring in the 94th minute to get the win. <laughs> and Tyler and I are driving back up the car, and I told him I was feeling a little optimistic. Yeah. yeah. I told him I was feeling a little optimistic. Yeah. Your dad was feeling a little optimistic, yeah, trying to true. convince us before the match. And I don't know. I'm... I'm I'm a believer in good vibes after that one. That's that true. Just, that is true. They know. showed out. They showed, I mean, listen, you look at these lineups, and I think you still can't expect us to win this game in the form that we're in looking at these lineups to go into this game. Yeah. I don't think anybody could say that they expected us to go out and win 4-1. I mean, especially on our form of how many goals in the last? I don't even know what. Not that many goals. I know that. We have <laughs> three goals all season. Three, three goals all season? Yes. Yeah. Four goals. Oh yeah. Four goals. Yeah. One, five two, three, goals. four, five. Five. Before, before this before five. This game, yeah. Before this five. Before this four. Before this four. We scored four goals in this game, dude. Yeah, no, but before this we had five goals. We had yeah. five goals before this. Yeah. So five before this and the four in this game. I think we're saying the same thing. We're saying the same thing. <laughs> yeah, we're saying the same thing. Up. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was such a great thing to see, and I mean. We also talked about how Seattle always seems to be a catalyst for the season. We have a good Mm -hmm. result against Seattle, and that just kind of gives us a boost to go forward. And, I mean, with players returning from injury, we're talking about it right now. Blanco's back in full training. Yeah. Jimmy Chara's back in full training. One or both might be available for this weekend. That would be huge. And they're both projected to be available by next weekend. uh, Oh, my goodness. At that point, we're only missing Mora. Yeah. And, I mean... Eric Williamson, but, yeah. Of course, yeah. He's not but, going back, unfortunately. Speaking on Williamson, I think uh, David Ashala looked really good. He looked incredibly good, in my opinion. He looked really yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, he was winning everything in the middle. He was spraying balls left and right. I mean, very he turned it around significantly from that, the last game that he played. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, honestly, everybody did. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing is, 
this one you could tell felt like more of a rivalry game than Vancouver. Yeah, I really, I like before we, we talked about how the rivalry game kind of ups ups the intensity a little bit. Yeah, I just didn't think it would still propel us to win. I thought it propel us to a close game because again, I just thought Vancouver, I just thought Seattle would wipe us. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like you said, Ashala, eighty one percent passing accuracy, five of eight on long balls, three of five ground duels won. You know, he was just all over the place. Yeah, yeah. And the best way possible. Everyone had a really good game. Honestly, yeah, I can't say anybody that had a bad game. I mean, I, I know people are arguing that, oh, Evander's got to watch out because they, we scored all four goals when he's out. But at the same time, I think if Evander's in the game, we still do that. Like, I don't think you could you could put it on Evander that we didn't score goals before that. Yeah. Um. I mean, listen, if you were in that stadium or watching that game, you can't say that you felt like we were going to win after we're down 1-0. I feel like that's that's a tough one. I think everybody in that stadium was pretty depressed after that first goal went in. Yes. That was that was tough. I was worried how the rest of the game was going to go. Yeah. I thought, yeah. you know, the stadium literally died at that point. Like, yeah. it was loud. It was like the army was loud, and the army always, you know, stops chanting after a goal and whatnot. Yeah. But, like, and but there's usually, like, somewhat of a buzz around the rest of the stadium. There was none. Yeah, no. Everyone no. could kind of feel that was the punch that maybe, yeah. like, put us down to the ground. We were, like, the scrappy underdog hanging around and like yeah. the fight and then and then you know he scored that we one. get <laughs> yeah. we get knocked down and it's like oh yeah because i mean there there the, there goes you know there goes the wood chipper as yeah. you said i mean that was the that was grinder. the hardest probably that this team has played in a while mm-hmm. this i mean this whole season i mean the pre- the pressure we talked about it against with st louis going into seattle and the only way that they were able to contain them and have that be a decent game was because they pressured Mm-hmm. And I don't think we would necessarily have the high press on. No, we did not. But we had the mentality of we're going to be the first every ball, and we are going to put them on the ground to win the ball. Yeah. And that's the the reason that we stayed in this game and the reason that we won, honestly. But they put that goal in, and it feels like, oh, we put in all this work, and now they just scored this goal. Kind of felt like, okay, like they're going to keep going now. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, who else is going to get us going than Dairon Espria? My goodness. Yeah. And really quickly, what you said on the physicality. First off, we attempted 32 dribbles this game. 21 of them successfully. Seattle only attempted 8. Wow. That's not that many. No, not at all. Timbers won 54 duels. Seattle only won 40. Yeah. Timbers won 17 aerials to Seattle's 9. Yeah. So, I mean, we... Dominated them physically. Which is why I think we won this game. Mm -hmm. Realistically. I mean, in the first half, especially, I thought... That's 11 the fouls that... to their six, which is also another good physical yeah, stat. Because yeah. obviously none of it resulted in any red cards. True. Except for a silly yellow on Diego Chara. Yeah. Which probably <laughs> just his reputation there proceeds. Honestly, up, yeah. That's really unfortunately, all Unfortunately, but yeah. we win shots. Shots on target in yeah. this game, which is incredible. <laughs> but yeah, let's talk about... Let's talk about Dairon Espria calling his bike. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Talking to Ashala before the game, saying, watch out for the bike today. Yeah. Who calls a bike? Who else would? Who else could? Because, like, people call goals before the game, you know. Yeah, I mean. Watch out on my score one today. Yeah. No one's calling a bike. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, he knows. He knows. Against Seattle, he's up. He has scored in five straight home games. Five straight home appearances, of course, because, you know, he's missed. He's missed all the home games so far. Yeah. My yes. He's missed every yeah. This yeah. is his first home game. His first game was FC Dallas and that was after our LA Galaxy game. So one of the comments of that stat was just like, Oh yeah, what about the draw against LA Galaxy? And it was like, dude, read the tweet. Hey, <laughs> yeah, come on. His appearances, <laughs> my guy. Yeah. Please. Darwin Spree's clutch. This is who he was last season. Yeah. Being our you know, being our leading scorer. Obviously Mosquera is our leading scorer right now, which is with two, which is you know, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. I mean, Bill Tuiloma comparisons to last year, but you know, obviously, it's still kind of early. Kind of, yeah, it's early but, enough. You know, you know, Dyrone can make something out of nothing, yeah. and that was just one of those things where we're knocking the ball ac- back across against the front of the eighteen, just kind of waiting for a lane to open up, I guess. And Moreno's like, "All right, I'm just gonna chip this one in." Yeah. And who else in this video is <laughs> just like, "Yeah, you know what? I could go after this one normally, but no." Yeah, yeah, and it's funny too because. Uh, in watching the replay, Alex Roldan clearly for a second is like, oh, I'm going to act like I got kicked in the head here. Mm-hmm. And then he realizes, like, yeah, there's no shot. <laughs> like, come on. Come on. Uh, but, listen, Dairon Espria is a Seattle killer. 
Does not need to be in November. Who cares what it is? Mm-hmm. This man gets us going. And, I mean, honestly, after that, it was over. I mean, after that, the, sta- the energy in the stadium is just MLS Cup vibes, honestly. Um, it- it's just, at that point, we were going to go on and get more goals, mm-hmm. is how it felt. And we did. Yeah. So, and Seattle's in the mud. You know, Fogasa shows off what normally would be the goal of the game in any other game. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful touch. Beautiful ball. ball by Moreno. Also, yeah. And then just dusts Reagan. Yeah. And then just puts it right past Fry, who had a shocker of a game. Yeah. By the way. Wow, wow. Fry looked <laughs> terrible. Send him to the second team, Seattle. I mean, like, that was that was bad. That's funny. Uh, I saw a post by one of the MLS, like, fan accounts um, on Instagram, and it was the best players, like, best player rankings for the week and the worst. And of the top four, I think it was six. There was three Timbers players in there, mm-hmm. and in the bottom six, there was three Seattle players, and Fry was one of them. Who were the other two? But I think it was Alex Roldan, and I cannot remember the last person. I can't remember the account, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I specifically remember Stephen Fry was in there. I was very Reagan. happy about that. It been oh, Reagan. it probably was Reagan, yeah. Because he got gas there, but yeah. And then we go to the 81st minute. Neoscota gets his goal off of Fry. Like fumbling the ball, knocking it right yeah. back out into the path of Moreno, who can't get it fully, who can't get a full hit on it into goal, and Niascota taps it in. And we were just looking <laughs> through the highlights. He talked about how he, you know, he basically he really didn't celebrate. Yeah, he really yeah. put a smile on. I think it was just relief that he finally scored a goal. True, true. No matter how you know how crappy of a goal it was, yeah. but it's just the relief that he's finally scored one. <laughs> Honestly, I think him not celebrating on Fogasha's goal too is a mm-hmm. little bit of like oh. This guy really just scored. I haven't scored yet. Like, yeah. <laughs> come on. Uh, but yeah, I think that's definitely just a little bit of relief from him. And I mean, I think everybody can agree that doesn't mean that he's he's gonna go out and keep, like, or not keep, go put up good performances now and mm-hmm. like score more. But at least he's off the mark. It's just a tiny so, little confidence thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously Mascara finishes at the end. Paredes gets the ball, dusts Jao Paulo in the yeah. midfield. Paulo looked. Lost, slow. Maybe he was like, the game's over, who cares? That's true, yeah. But, you know, you, at that point, uh, it was 3 1 in like the 80, 89th minute. Yeah. So you still try at that point. So in a, that in makes a, it even in a rivalry worse. game, too, you don't that want to keep scoring. Worse like, you don't want to. For Jao Paolo. Yeah. Because yeah. that man got cooked. Yeah. Paredes has a beautiful ball, job advancing ball. I really like what Paredes did when he came on in the midfield. I think we've got great midfield options now yeah. for the rest of the season. And, you know, he plays it plays it to Mascara. Mascara keeps going. No one stops him. He fires it in. Fry is lost again. Yeah. Hits the ground, does like five rolls, mm-hmm. and the ball's in the back of the net. Yeah. Dusted. And we win. 4-1. Yeah. yeah. Ivicic makes a couple great saves uh, to keep it, you know, not let it go 4-2 in like the 93rd minute. That one's not as impactful. Makes but a still, great save. Like, it, it just makes it Early in the game score, to yeah. not make it yeah. 1-0 earlier. is it's just a perfect game. It really was. Perfect game, perfect time. <laughs> after after the 58th minute. That, once the once Dyrona Spree's goal, in that 58th to 71st minute, that yeah. was scary hours. That was, yeah. yeah. That was scary that hours. Was, yeah. Because if Seattle, gets, if Seattle gets that second goal before we get one, that's, I think we get blown out. If it's 2-0? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I think, I think that's, we... just, that's just like the nail in the coffin. They just roll us over like they did to uh, St. Louis. That's true. But they don't. And we run them over, so yeah, yeah I mean, go back to Seattle. Just exactly how it works. And yeah. I see you got the team of the week. Uh... Yeah, I was. I, was, I thought that Ivicic made it. I'm actually kind of shocked that he wasn't in it because he had another great game, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, yeah, of course, Dyron gets up there, and Santi Moreno too. Um, I think Mascara's on the bench. Right? Mascara's on the bench. Yeah, yeah. And, and Gio's the coach of the week. And Gio's the coach of the week. Yeah. And Dyron doesn't win goal of the week. And how? Tyler Boyd's goal was no, from, yeah, no, that's the he goal won. That that's the goal. That no, won. you're joking. That's the goal. That you're won. joking. That was no way. There's no shot. People go ooh distance and don't realize that you know McCarthy oh, almost my. saved it, and that's just like that's just taken like so many. That people is do that, every that is MLS propaganda supporting El Trafico over the Cascadia Derby, and I like, won't stand for it. There's so many people in the comments that are like Seattle fan voted for Espria. Sucks, but I had to do yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, come on. And it's just like, this is a goal everyone can get behind. It's a bike. <laughs> come on. It's we a... don't see a bike every week. We see one of the every week. Come on. Yeah, and it wasn't even like a clean 
goal that it, like it was clean, but like it still was deflected. And I don't know. I don't know. That's crazy. That's I'm just crazy. Like, I just like what? Come on! What are we doing? It's That's... it's voter fatigue. They're tired. The voters are tired of seeing down yeah, on the street true, hit bikes. True. Yeah. It's just like when a player. It's just like when Michael Jordan didn't win three MVPs in a row. It's they're voter just, fatigue. They're too tired of it. Yeah. They don't yeah. care. And they I don't guess... care that it's superior. It was the it was the better goal. They don't care about yeah, that. It was. They're just tired of voting for him. Yeah. Yeah. And the I and agree. the MLS news propaganda wanting El Tráfico. We don't Come care. On. Who cares? Listen, you can't watch any game against between Portland and Seattle and then go watch an El Tráfico game and say that that's a better rivalry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Stu Holden was calling it a better rivalry game and I was like, I know. what's been a rivalry for like four years. What's Who cares? He saying? Five years, Who six cares? years. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? They don't have the hatred that we have. They really don't. I mean, sure they can say they do, but half those half the LAFC fans used to be Galaxy fans, if we're being honest. So, and then even like Chivas fans, and it's like none of you were real. You can't switch sides. You can't switch sides like that. That's just not how it works. No, no. Yeah, it's it's it, they the reason only reason they think of that is because of you know if it had if Zlatan hadn't gotten El Tráfico off to such yeah, a great start that is true with all of those early battles, no one thinks this. That's true. It's recency bias. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, but the Timbers and the Sounders have won the Western Conference, except for last year. Yeah, the last like six or seven years since yeah. 2015. Insane. Insane. We're the better rivalry. It, yeah, consistently the better teams, better rivalry, more history. It's more more better fan support in my opinion, but from both sides. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just because the one reason I think is just because of the LA Galaxy name. Yeah, the LA name. Yeah. And because of the good start was a lot of time. True. But I mean yes, that is, that is right. But watching that Galaxy game, we were talking about it in the car, like it there's no chance that the, the Sounders came to Providence Park and the army doesn't show up. I'm sorry. It just isn't gonna happen. Mm-hmm. No matter what. Well, I mean, we talked about this. Not they, no matter they're what, doing a boycott. They are doing a boycott. Yeah. But we got, we did a boycott too, and we I don't think we ever did a boycott. Well, we did a silence for the first, what, 15 minutes? Yeah. 20 minutes? Or not, not a boycott, that's, that's necessarily. Boycott. Yeah, that's not a boycott, actually. Yeah, that's a protest. Which, you know, they did it, Red Bulls did it, and kudos to both of them trying to get change. Yeah. Chris Klein said he'd, you know. <laughs> for being honest, Red Bull Stadium looked about the same anyways. But... Yeah, Red Bull, <laughs> yeah. Hey, Red Bull Stadium, they've been boycotting over there. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, it's. I think that's just why it's just because of the L.A. name. The L.A. name is so much easier to sell to market than Portland Seattle. And, you know, yeah. you could say like even though that Portland and Seattle have these great like fan bases, it's like the same when it was. It's like the same it is for basketball. Portland is a great fan base. Yeah. Like a local fan base, but it has no outside appeal. No one no one cares about, you know, Portland, you know, they, them and the SuperSonics didn't really have as big of a rivalry as yeah. Portland Seattle and soccer have, but it's so easy to push an LA team because that's the big team. That's the big name. Always has the big team that has the flashiest names. Portland's never really had a. We've had good players, obviously. We yeah. never had a flashy name. Yeah. Our yeah, rivalries never featured as Latan. Yeah. Obviously, you've had like your Clint Dempsey's, and another <clears throat> player's name that I'm forgetting for some reason off the top of my head. And this is gonna be uh, great because I can't even let you know who I'm thinking. Of <laughs> yeah, just, I was gonna say because it's just a player or... I'm staring at and. Um, I think it was a Seattle Sounders player. Uh, it could be going absolutely you insane. You think it was a Seattle Sounders player? I think it was a Seattle Sounders player. And I'm just going to go back and look at old rosters for a second and just continue to uh, talk like this. Okay. And yeah. just hope that it, I hopefully find it at some point. Otherwise, <laughs> we're going to be talking here and this is going to be really weird for a while. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I just think it's like easier to sell. Obafemi Martins? Is that what like you're thinking of? LA... Oh, what? Obafemi Martins? No. This is funny now, isn't it? <laughs> That's because the only other. I, I might I might be thinking of the wrong player, but we're just I'm just gonna continue to slowly search as we talk, and maybe all of them. Okay. It. But okay. It, it's like, you know, L. A. Always has the biggest names. Carlos Vela is probably one of the biggest stars in the league in terms of marketability. Yeah. Just because yeah. of the, U. S. Mexico like. And I mean, you know, being, in LA has, also, being in L. A. Being in L. A. Of course. You got you got Ricky Pooj, of course, Chicharito. Yeah, yeah. Some of the biggest stars in this league, obviously. So it's just sadly it's just easier yeah. to market. That's true. I mean, they only go to those teams because they're in LA though too, which is the thing. 
That's that's the thing. But listen, the the galaxy are bad. Who cares who they have? They're bad. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we were bad. We were also season. bad. I mean, we yeah, but they've been consistently pretty bad for a good amount of years now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Are, are I mean, we... I guess we're a little biased up here, but but it's I don't even know at that point if it's bias. I feel like it. Yeah, it's just we're better. I mean, yeah, that's just the reality of the situation. But I mean, whatever, <laughs> whatever. You whatever, know, yeah. Keep your propaganda coming, MLS. But. Who cares? <laughs> we always we know we're better. And I saw someone trying to talk about the Cincy, Cincy Columbus rivalry, and I was like, shut up. Has a better rivalry? No one cares. Come on, come on. <laughs> Let's. You know what? I want to talk a little bit about this Evander thing because I was going through our team stats earlier today. Obviously, Evander has just his one goal. He has no assists so far. No, the thing I'm looking at, no sofa score assists, which is doesn't count double assists. Yeah. And I don't count most double assists. I really only yeah. count a double assist if it's like truly yeah. double assist. Like yeah. Claudio Bravo got a double assist for basically doing a sideways pass to Moreno, who then chipped the ball into Espria. And it's like, I don't know. Ah, uh, yeah, that's, that was a little, yeah. That's like a little, yeah. But like playing a great ball down the line that unleashes like a winger who plays it in for a tap. Like, that's, that's, that's yeah. a second assist. This is, you know. Evander has the most shots per game, the second most shots on target per game. You know, both of these are already small numbers. Evander is one point six shots per game. Yeah. Point six shots on target. Per compared game. to most of our teams, Mascara probably. is the highest. Really? Wow. Yeah. It's because he had a couple in this game. In terms and he's of, got two goals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he is, Evander has no big chances created. Yeah. Which we have nine big chances created. Who do you think? Is our top big chance creator? I gotta they say, have two. I mean, I would say that's tough. Because in this game, you got four. Er, okay, wait. No, I, Moreno's got to be one of them, right? He has one. He's on the. He's only got one. one. Okay. Yeah. Wait, who did he not play the ball into the box for Espria? That's not a big chance. That's not a big chance. That was a goal. No. That's that. Yeah, but like, it's not a big chance when he plays it in. Oh. Big okay. chances are like setting up like open shots, tapping. So like for Vogasha, was that a big chance? No, because he made that himself. No, because he made that himself. Um. I don't know. Then I mean, Bravo maybe. Bravo is on here with one. Okay. Mascara has two. Okay. Paredes has two. Wow. And Rasmussen has two. Yes. <laughs> so you may think, hey, I just realized about three of the names you listed. There are wingbacks. Yeah. Wingbacks have five of our nine big chances. That's crazy. Created, <laughs> which is just incredible. Yeah. You know. I uh, mean, I would argue right now, Bravo Mascara got to be up there for the best Southside back duo in the league. Yeah. Mascara's I mean, <laughs> probably the best right back in the league. Honestly, and Bravo's got to be up there too for left mm-hmm. back. I mean, yeah. Evander is seventh on the team in key passes per game, which Eric was first at 1.5, which is point .4 crazy. ahead of Mascara. Wow. And then uh, Evander's all the way at .6. You know, successful dribbles, Evander's up there. He's second on the team behind Mascara. Mm-hmm. Th- third is Williamson. Shows you how much we kind of miss, miss those guys. Yeah. But, you know, he's not really showing up in a lot of our creation stats. Yeah. Even though he has decent stats outside of that in terms of his shots dribbles but the chances created which i think is kind of the big thing is we see his quality when he gets on the ball yeah in terms of juking past players kind of he's a calming presence in the midfield yes. like he gets on the ball and you feel like he's not going to lose it but we need to yeah. see that chance creation which is like the yeah. final the final key that you know we've got the couple locks on the door so far Evander's a lot unlocked the like controlling the ball in the midfield. Yeah. He's unlocked like kind of the setup passes. Now he just needs to unlock like the chance creation. I mean, and once he does true, that, true, boom. Listen, hit. this team's going to explode. I have I have an idea for when. Let's say that Blanco, when he's back, right? Mm-hmm. Let's hope that he's not bad. Because okay. there's a chance that he comes a back. Small, I'm terrified. I'm terrified of that scenario. But let's just like say that he's situation. still Sebastian Blanco and he's still a starting level player, right? Yeah. Um, 
you slide him in. At it. This is the way that I played FIFA, by the way, with the Timbers. Okay. So if anybody wants this strat, go ahead and take it. You play Blanco at Cam. You play Diego Char at center mid at CDM, and you play Vander as like a center mid. So you play a six eight ten. That's all I got. But Blanco, we know can create chances. Evander, if he gets creating chances, would be great with him and Blanco creating chances. Mm-hmm. But then also, I think that that's just a better midfield, honestly, than having Ayala or Paredes in there. Yeah, but I, I like you said, I'm terrified of Blanco coming back and him just being terrible. Yeah, which, and like honestly, seeing the, like drop off we saw with like Valeri. I think there's a decent chance of that, honestly. I do think there's a decent chance we don't really ever see him start again. I yeah. think he I think he probably will just be a super sub for us. Last season, I mean, it was already turning into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's really what his role is going to extend to this year. I don't really think there's going to be anything He might else. be fired up to get back in, though. I mean, you never know. I mean, he's not going to become an everyday starter, I don't think. I don't think so either, but if he is... I mean, how old is he now? 37? Yeah. 36? Okay. I mean, honestly, 34, I'm... 35? 34? 40? I'm saying this because I don't know. 35. Okay. Oh, that's actually not like. Well, that's, that's old. pretty old, actually. Yeah. Sorry, that's pretty old. For any sports player, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Sports players hit 35 and we're like, <laughs> you're old. That's kind of old, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um. Not for Diego Chara, though. Yeah, that's the only one. You know, him, LeBron. <laughs> yeah. I would say they're the same. Basically, yeah. yeah. I would say they're the same yeah. in terms of yeah. playing at an old age. <laughs> yeah. So. And then Zlatan, of course. Throw that in there. Although oh, he's, yeah. True. You know, he's not really played much. Have recently. you seen Zlatan's new movie trailer? Or not trailer, but like... I saw this clip. It looks absolutely insane. Absurd. I already know that's going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's like... The scene that I saw is like he's like fighting these like... Looked like Roman soldier kind of thing. And he's like playing soccer with their helmets and like... It looks pretty crazy, to be honest. Zlatan... It's a oh, very, very Zlatan move to do a movie like that. There's a Zlatan movie. No, but it's like a... I Am Zlatan? It is definitely not that. It's like an action movie. Is it this? Ostrich and Obelix, The Middle Kingdom? I bet you it's that. It must be. <laughs> yeah. Wow, it's not rated well. Um, oh, is it already out? No. Um, right. No. Okay. It's in French cinema. Oh, in oh, French yeah, cinemas on February 1st. Is the fight scene in there? Let's... This Is, is that it? Tyler, I think we may have to see this movie. I think so. But it's like, it said only in French. Oh, wait. It said in French theaters. Zlatan posted it. Here, I'll show you. He posted the clip that I'm talking about. What is this movie? This is... It looks like almost like a comedy, too. It does. This is very interesting. I'm only going to see this movie for Zlatan. Here we go. Here it is. Oh my Look goodness. At this. Look at this. This is crazy. Yo, Ted Lasso <laughs> did this man perfectly with Zabo. Honestly, yeah. Zabo was like the perfect character to be Zlatan. Well, like the well, the craziest thing think, is like... I think it's this one where he picks up his helmet or something and he kicks it at the guy. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Just, <laughs> yeah. Dude, so it, like... They did the... They obviously... If, you know, if for those of you out there who don't watch Ted Lasso, they have a player named Zaba who comes in is based off Zlatan Ibrahimovic basically this egotistical dude and the thing is like it's still not even crazy enough yeah uh, like, yeah. you can't write Zlatan <laughs> you really can't that's crazy like, yeah they did a pretty good job though they did do a pretty good job I mean of job. course yeah I but that. wow <laughs> yeah yeah we're gonna have to see that movie now it's gonna be the type of thing where we go in the movie theater and watch that like one scene of him fighting and then it's like, <laughs> yeah that's it yeah because it didn't look like he had a major role he was like he was listed very I mean, low on the credits. He's not an actor, so like, I, I can't mean, see him being having a large role. Shaq but. wasn't an actor. Yeah. Kevin okay. Durant wasn't an actor. They gave him basically a movie based off of him being Kevin Durant. Oh yeah, that's true. Space Jam. And uh, what's that one where they switch? That's the Kevin Durant movie, Thunderstruck. Oh, Thunderstruck, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Which is an insane <laughs> thing for like that's. I'll always remember that movie for being absolutely absurd. <laughs> yeah, I've only seen, I don't think I've watched the whole thing, but I've seen like definitely parts of it, and it seems like he's a pretty bad actor. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, he's not. He's not great. Most most NBA players that go into acting aren't. Yeah. Shaq's Shaq's movies aren't that great. Shazam's not that. Yeah, Shaq's movie Shazam's yeah. not that great. Um, 
Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in Airplane is that's more of a funny cameo. Yeah, yeah. But this actor, you know, professional sports players going into acting doesn't really always work out. No, doesn't usually. <laughs> yeah. They're more there for name. Yeah. So yeah. But I mean, there have been like you know, Ray Allen's and He Got Game. There's just so many like there's just so many movies that, and there's some good ones, there's some not. But let's talk about St. Louis Cincy. Oh yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> How do we get on Zlatan? Oh, well, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to think. I was just like, <laughs> but um, St. Louis rolls Cincy. Yeah. Cincy is missing Brenner and Lucho Acosta, who are still training separately right okay. now well, from good. the team for us. Uh, Acosta has an arm injury, and he was favoring it in training, so he may or may not be ready to go. I don't know the quite Brenner's in like what Brenner's up to. I was look, searching up the Cincinnati reporter. He didn't really say anything besides the fact they were training alone and that Acosta was favoring his arm. Mm-hmm. They both played the week before this past week. Yeah. So, I mean, we could see them. We could not. I hope we don't because since he looked abysmal in this game. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could maybe say that it was the two-hour weather delay. <laughs> I don't think so, but... <laughs> I mean, that's definitely a little something because you come in with... You know, you just move. It just gets you out of rhythm. Yeah, but I mean, St. Louis still came in and scored five goals. Yeah. So like, and I mean, St. Louis, St. Louis. This was this was a double L for Cincinnati because obviously you get embarrassed, but then it's also like, why couldn't you do this as an expansion team, Cincy? That is true. Yeah. We've seen Austin. Austin had a not so great year one, but it came in and had a great year two, and are having you know a so so year yeah. three. Yeah. But they had a great year two. Cincy won the wooden spoon. What was it? Two or three times in a row? It was. Uh, they could have out. It was I mean, definitely yeah. twice in a row. I'm not sure if they did it the third time. Meanwhile, Cincy's out here top. I mean, St. Louis is out here top of the yeah. top of the West. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Cincy is second in the East. So I mean, they're still. Yeah, and they're they're, they're, they're doing players. all right for themselves but, this season. No, I'm <laughs> saying I'm not saying, but since he took three, four seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what. That's, that's the main that's point of this. I mean, honestly, why, though, why did since why did Cincy win the wooden spoon two, three times? When even Austin wasn't that bad, yeah, their first year, that's true, and are not were good in their second year. St. Louis is already good now since he took four or five years. Yeah, I saw someone in like the comments of like a post, like the post MLS made about St. Louis like winning, and it was just like we have to get rid of the expansion draft. It's too easy for expansion teams. <laughs> and I was like, homie, you not see Austin the first? Literally year? every team you except see for St. Louis, LA like. St. Louis is the only team to be Atlanta's this good. one of the only like teams that were pretty good immediately, mainly just because of their size. Yeah, but they still weren't St. Louis. But they still weren't good. St. Louis. I mean, no one's. This is this yeah. is new. They're breaking records. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like, what's there's you know I was like he put that down and I was just like, this is his first year watching the league surely. Yeah, but yeah. St. Louis is the top of the entire league. No, yeah, they are, LA, they are the best LA, team in the league right now. They have a game. LA is a game in hand and. I would assume LA would probably, you know, I assume LA LAFC is probably going to be on top when the season's yeah. all said and done. Yeah. And uh, interesting thing about Cincinnati, Brenner is already going to leave in the summer. He's signed to Udinese in Italy, mm-hmm. and that was after a deal to Nottingham Forest in the winter fell through. Nottingham Forest wanted to sign their fortieth player, or something like that. Jeez. Still going to get relegated. <laughs> yeah. Take the L. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Suck it, uh, and all that. Um, and Brandon Vasquez could also leave in the summer. He's I been wouldn't. rumored to go to low Premier League high championship. I sent you that solid. one rumor that Bournemouth was interested yeah. in looking at. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a very real possibility he leaves in the summer. There's a very real possibility Mascara leaves in the summer. Our yeah, Mascara. They honestly, have a Mascara, we have a Mascara. Our Mascara. Our Mascara is better. Yeah. And he might also leave in the uh, summer. He's already been on watch list before the season started of being a top right back. Yeah. So. If not at the very... He will definitely be gone before next season. I'm almost sure of that. Yeah, unless he wants to any, stay. I mean... I don't know why he would want to. Because it's fun. <laughs> it's <laughs> I don't fun know. being the best right back. Yeah, it's fun being the rest, best right back. Looked like he like had a, a good time. If he was in like the, a 27 or 28-year-old, I'd understand it. But as a 22-year-old, he's going to want to... Yeah. He's going to want to get out. He just loves Cascadia so much he can't leave. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing with Moreno, although I think Moreno's a little downturn this season. Yeah. Takes it up against Seattle, but... Continues the growth. But yeah. if we see that growth, he'll probably also be gone. But, I mean, then we become the team who's raking in these fat transfer fees. That's true. And we have to continue to buy people. 
because T2 sucks. Yeah. Our academy, we have two center backs getting called up for That's the U- U.S. 17 yeah. youth national team. Tom Boger saying that one of them is already being scouted by teams. Don't let him go. Call him up to yes. T2. I think it's Palayo. I think yeah. Palayo is the guy. Palayo. Yeah. Also, Sawyer Jura, Jura is a very good center back prospect. He's the other center back that's mm-hmm. been called up. They, uh, I mean, they're, Jura's always been on the U.S. 17 national team yeah. for like the past year or so. Don't get rid of them, Timbers, please. I mean, honestly, Let's just get good academy prospects. I think guys might want to stay in the MLS. Honestly, at that age now, the MLS academies are starting to really get up there. In, yeah. I mean... Except for T2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, I mean, in the... Was it the Generations Cup or the... Whatever cup that they recently had for yeah. the MLS Academies team and other academies around the world, their academy teams were dominating teams like Real Madrid, Philly, Man United. Philly's team. Well, not Philly, Philly Columbus also, Columbus, yeah. I think. Philly then, won the 15, U15 and U17, which is something we've always known. Yeah. Is that yeah. Philly... But it's other teams, Philly too. Were, other academy. teams were also beating these teams. Yeah. It wasn't just Philly. So, like, academies in the MLS are on the rise right now. So, I, I mean, I guess if you're... What is he? Sixteen, fifteen. Yeah. I guess at that age, maybe he's close to wanting to go out of the academy system. So, at that point, it's understandable, I guess. But we should still keep him. But don't worry, <laughs> T two has some help. They've signed Florian Monzon. Uh, probably yet. butchered that, but uh, no, that's right. I think Argentine forward signing for T two on a one year loan. Hopefully, this does not turn into a Fogasa situation where we need him. Hopefully, yeah. we do not get that many injuries that quick. Because uh, eight goals and assists in 33 matches is not insane. No, I mean, that's why it's a T2. That's why it's T2. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, it's a one-year loan, too, which is... One-year loan to T2. I wonder how they convinced him into that one. From Argentina's (laughs) top flight. Yeah. How how exactly do you get convinced to go to T2? How much money could they possibly be giving this guy? (laughs) Well, the thing is, it's a loan, so why are they giving him money? That's true. Yeah. Wow. Good for him, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, look, I mean, Saint, the St. Louis Cincy game, St. Louis, you know, Cincy plays with a 5 3 2. Yeah. With kind of the the three being with the two midfielders and an attacking midfielder, usually to Costa and then Brenner and Brandon Vasquez mm-hmm. up top. And that lineup is dangerous. That is, yeah. Dangerous and deadly. Because they can kill you so many different ways. I mean, we, that is true. You know, that was their first loss of this season was to St. Louis, and yeah. that's because they were missing those two guys. They had three consecutive one nils against Philly, who's good, Miami, who's good, Nashville, who's good. 3-3 draw against Chicago, a one nil win with a red card against Seattle. They were really good in that game. Mm-hmm. No-nil against Orlando, who's a good team. And then a 2-1 win against Houston on the first game of the season, so we get that little pass. Yeah, But, I mean, uh, this team is very good. I mean, even with this lineup, Sergio Santos is still a good player. Mm-hmm. He's still a very good player, <laughs> as I can. Um, it's just they still lacked a lot of real connection up yeah. to the top. Yeah. And they just, you know, the weirdest part is their defending kind of just fell apart at the end. And, I mean, at at the end, I mean, during the goals. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, this... If, if Brenner and Acosta are not available, I feel very good about our chances. Yeah. I, I'm not going to predict... I'm probably not going to predict the loss, even if they are healthy. No, I probably will. I'm not. I if, think, they, if they are healthy, I think we probably do lose. But I'm tough. not as pessimistic as I am, especially after seeing the Seattle game. Yeah, the only thing is... The reason we won the Seattle game is because everybody was excited to go out and beat them. Because yes. it's a rivalry game. And the reason that we were so physical and winning everything is because it was a rivalry game and the energy was there in the stadium to push them to go win this game. Yes. So going into the rest of the season, like these next couple games, I I just cannot predict that we're going to go out with that same energy. I mean, we haven't seen it before. I don't know why we'd see it again against in Cincy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just can't see the same intensity. Um it would be great if they came out with the same intensity, but, I mean, there's just not the desire there to go and destroy them like there is against Seattle. Yeah. Um, so, I, it's, I still think that we should go and win this game if everybody plays again, but somebody like an Ajala, I don't know if he's going to be 
And I, I don't think he's going to be at the level he was in the Seattle game. I mean, he was pretty bad against Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And that was a rivalry game as well. And, I mean, nobody showed up for that one. So, I don't know. I don't know. I just really hope that we don't just fall off after that one. So Thankfully, we're getting some Portland weather on Saturday in Cincinnati. High of 58 and raining all oh, day. Oh, perfect. Which <laughs> Good. Which yeah. comes from it after being a high of 82 on Thursday. It immediately drops Jeez. off into wow. Portland weather. Yeah. So. Well, that's good, though. Maybe we get a little bonus there, yeah. but. I mean, it's also Cincinnati weather, though, so. They also get similar weather, don't they? Uh, the 82, the 82 during it, the middle actually, of the week. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, that was a nacho. They get a little better, <laughs> but, but during their game against St. Louis, it said it was like 73 degrees. Didn't they play in St. Louis, though? Damn it, you're right. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. How dare you fact check me? Sorry, Make me look sorry. Like a fool yeah, well, you are the one that said it. So, well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously we know the Cincinnati is really good, and I, I think I think we keep the same lineup. I don't really see why we would change. Obviously, the only the only thing I could see is Paredes coming in for Ashala, and that's only because I think Geo may favor Paredes' experience. Yeah, that is true. But I saw him put up a very good performance. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's that's the I I don't think he'd make it, but that's the only change I could see. I mean, based yeah, on that experience. I feel like everything that Gio's shown us though is that he's rewarding players this season. That's true. So, okay, I, I I think so, Ajala gets it, but okay. So we're thinking you and I are both thinking the same thing with the lineup, right? Bravo, McGraw, Supari. No, Mabiala. <laughs> okay, okay. And then Miller right back, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in midfield, I think we try out the Liverpool thing where Mascara goes in the midfield. Yes, with like, Diego like Char. no, Loki put him at CDM and put Diego Char at Cam. I kind of like that. Well, dude, that's obviously unrealistic. Diego Char is going to be at CDM. Stop. Stop messing oh, around. Okay. This is serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, serious. okay, 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 yeah, yeah. This is serious. Okay, okay. okay. But then maybe, maybe Mas- Bully can play Cam, though. Yes. Okay, okay. And. Yeah, yeah. Um, Evander probably gets dropped from this lineup. Yeah. And probably then, throw Justin in, honestly. Justin at left wing. Yeah. So sort of scores a lot. Yeah. And then at striker, uh, Niskoda. Yeah. Yeah. And then at right wing, um, it's gotta be Loria, probably, right? I mean, or no, no, that wouldn't be Loria. Probably Bingham. Dude, he's hurt. I know. That's why it'll be a shock to everybody. <laughs> Cincinnati <laughs> will not be expecting that. Yeah, exactly. Like, Never Whoa. mind, it's a goalkeeper right wing. They also will not be expecting it because he's hurt. Yeah, honestly, and they should... Score predictions with that lineup? Like 10-0 us, maybe. Yeah, at, at least, probably, yeah. That's... They just wouldn't see it coming. I mean, imagine. Honestly, maybe even you put you put Solta at the left wing. No, 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 he's got to be striker, dude. He's like 6'6". Oh, that's true. They should try that out. Just lob balls into him, man. What are we doing? They really should try that one out. Yeah. Just throw throw him up there at the end of the game. Just see what happens. Can you you can do that legally, right? You can throw him over like anybody. Yeah. Can, yeah. Yeah. Throw him in. Put him in the top. <laughs> yeah. You know, but their our strikers are finally now starting to produce. That's but, true. You know, That's just true. in this past, I can't say I, I shouldn't say that they they each have one goal in one game. Yeah, but I mean, you know, at least we're scoring. <laughs> but yeah, so, so Hunter can get all the balls put into the box by Bingham, and we should probably sign Bob Steen for this. Oh, yeah. oh no, no, Justin, no, 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 no Justin Justin's is the right option. Yeah, yeah. Justin is the right option off the left. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna, they're gonna win all the. So it's gonna win all the balls put in by them. Bowley's just gonna kind of wreak havoc in the midfield. Yeah, yeah. And then chip it up to get it on the head of Hunter, of course. Yeah, yeah. And then Mascara and Diego Char are gonna work their havoc. CDM. Yeah. And then Bravo and Miller, they're not allowed to go forward at all. It's going to be a flat back four. <laughs> yeah. It's a flat back yeah. four. And then with Mabiala and um, Sawyer Jura. We're calling up the 16. Up. Up. Yeah, yeah. We're calling him up for this game. <laughs> yeah. And then Eva Chichingol. Yeah. Sounds like a good lineup to me, honestly. That's. But... Dude, honestly, after the couple of changes we made, 15 nothing. Probably, yeah, yeah. I would say... Just a hunter up top, and then he's just heading every single ball in the air in, so... Yeah, because it's just like, how how do you stop that? If you can't. You're, if you're I mean, you literally really can't. can't. Yeah. It's impossible, so... Oh, if you're listening to this and you're sensitive, be scared, so... Yeah. <laughs> uh, a couple interesting things. 
Brandon Vasquez, Matt, Bia- Matt Miazga are two of the players called up tonight, mm-hmm. tomorrow, tomorrow night. Right. Yeah. For U.S. Mexico, it'll be interesting to see how much yeah. they play. I don't think it'll impact whether or not they start. Yeah. I do think it'll be interesting to impact how like you know how long they can go if they still get probably you know Miazga probably still gets a full ninety. It'll yeah. just be interesting to see if they start for U.S. I don't think Miazga uh, is not going to start. Vasquez probably will. Yeah, it depends. I'm trying to think of yeah. other striker options we got. If Ferreira's been called up, I don't think Vasquez. I feel like he probably has because it's an MLS roster. I haven't checked in a minute. Um, let's see. Will you be watching the game, Tyler? Uh, I will, hopefully. I will have it on a... What time is it at again? Seven. Uh, yeah. I'll probably have it on a second screen while watching the NBA playoffs because this does not deserve my full attention when the NBA playoffs are on. Is it a new thing to call it the Continental Classico? No, that's just a marketing tactic. Right? Like That's just a marketing tactic because it's a, it's a camp cupcake camp. Camp Cupcake. Cupcake Camp. That's what camp it is. Camp Cupcake. So... <laughs> Where did they post this stupid line? Honestly, it's pro- it might be Walker... Or it's probably going to be Zimmerman Long as the center backs. I would think. Yeah. And then... Um, oh, also, their keeper's been called. Roman oh. uh, Celentano. Sean okay. Johnson will probably start. So, you know, that... that it, and the keeper's playing doesn't even really make a difference. Yeah. But yeah. Ferreira... Will probably be the starting striker with Vasquez coming off the bench. So Vasquez uh, well, probably still gets minutes, but in the lineup post or the the roster post for the national team on Instagram, though they highlighted his name. Dude, that means he's playing. So like he has to play. I will pay <laughs> Mexico three and a half dollars. Oh, that's big. Wait, what's their currency? That's again? Big pesos. Pesos. Duh. <laughs> I will pay. Uh, three and a half pesos for someone to slightly injure Brandon Vasquez. Not, yeah, just not anything bit. terrible. Just, just to be bit. out one week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just to be out one week. Yeah. He can be back next week. Okay, yeah. I just want. I mean, yeah. That's yeah. why it's only three and a half pesos. Okay, sure. just because I don't yeah. want anything that's terrible. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, it's just a little. I don't know. I don't know what you do to get him out for a week, but just like, like I don't twist even his ankle just a yeah, tiny just bit. A just bit. Tiny yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just a little. Take it and then just a little beep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pitch it. Give him a little, little ankle pinch. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah, <it>. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I okay. I will say though, I current form, I can't see Jordan Morris not playing. For well, the US. I think the wing is probably going to be Ariola and Morris. Oh, I guess he'll play on the wing. Yeah, and then that's true. Up top. That's true. I mean, he's playing, been playing up top though. But well, yeah, I guess Ferrer though. Yeah, I guess. One last thing I want to talk about with the Seattle game. We're going to take a big. Big leap, way back over all the talk we did about since St. Louis, <laughs> yeah. all the way back to the Seattle game. That is one thing I really liked at the start of the first half. Seattle really tried to overload the right side with Roldan and Morris. Mm-hmm. Bravo and Esprit had a whole lot to do. I thought Bravo did a very good job of tracking back. Had messed up one moment, I think. They didn't convert it every other time he was right there yeah. to get in the way, at least make it uncomfortable for Morris and make it hard for him to stop. Yeah, very was, nice slide to yeah. save one of the... The shot. It was like right in the Morris's feet. I was incredibly worried pretty much every time they swung the ball over to Chu and rolled on and Morris basically started making the run yeah. down the right side. Yeah. I was very nervous every single time because it never really looked quite like Bravo would get there or Espria would get there to mark both of them. Worked out perfectly. I mean, they did. When they got the ball and they would run at R18, they were they attacked with like six every time. Yeah. Like it was two seconds and there's six of them mm-hmm. at our back line. Yeah. And I thought defensively we did very well. I was, you know, I was terrified of that. You know, if you if you if you were sitting next to me, you would just see that I was just pointing at like <laughs> yeah, Morris yeah. and Oldon the entire time, and I was just like, guys, we gotta watch, guys. Aspria, he's kind of getting <laughs> yeah. behind you, and Aspria would keep giving like glances back to Oldon and oh, not to you. I thought I'd be like, like he heard you. And <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be like, I'd be like, Aspria, you gotta you gotta get back, man. Oldon's <laughs> yeah. about to make a run, man. You gotta get back. <laughs> but um, I thought Are we good? did a very good job handling yeah. that. That was yeah. the last thing I wanted to say. That yeah. was one thing I yeah forgot to bring up earlier. Want to bring up now. With that being said, regular lineup, no changes except for depending whether or not Paredes is the preferred option, which yeah, I'm fine keeping Oshal obviously because he played incredible. Yeah, no, I think it's got to be the same what lineup. What is your score prediction? I'm gonna say two one us. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I and this is under the assumption 
that Brenner and Acosta aren't playing. Today. Oh, no matter who's playing. Really? We just beat Seattle 4-1. They're like one of the best teams in the league. We can beat any team right now if we play like we did against Seattle. I'm so bumping that to the rivalry bonus just a tiny bit until we get... Yeah, I agree. You know, until we but, truly hit a groove. Yeah. I will say a nice little 1-1 or a 2-2 draw. Okay. I'm predict No matter okay. what I'm predicting, I mean, a draw. We would 100% have taken four points out of the last two games a week ago, so... We would have taken one point out of these three oh, games coming up. I think I said ago. that. I think I'm yeah. Sure I, I think said, I think you I, literally said like a point said out of these like, three games. I take like I think I said a point out of these two, and then like another. I think I said two points out of the three games. Still, but still. Like, well, we already got three, so getting three. <laughs> so getting four, getting a fourth out of the next two. Yeah, would be perfect because yeah. you're playing three of the top teams in the league. Yeah, true. And we got the ninth playoff spot. We've made <laughs> we've made the cutoff. For the marketing show. Yeah. Yeah. We've made we the MLS marketing yeah. cutoff. They want that extra game. Damn it, we're going to give it to them. They got it. But uh, <laughs> the Timber 430 game, got to keep remembering that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got to keep remembering that. Stupid East Coast time. Yeah, stupid. But um, the Timbers are going to win, according to you. According, God, to, according me, to me. Yeah. They're, I think this is going to be the true test. Yeah. Are yeah. we going to just kind of play like we have been before Seattle, kind of come out with a whimper, or are we going to continue the intensity and take it to them? Because I think we really can win if we do play we with really that. We really can. Yeah. I don't know if we'll see it, but I, I mean, I really hope we I do. I mean, if everybody that played in that game knows that that's what they got to do, and if they do that, they're going to win 4-1 against the best teams in the league. So, I mean, if they know that, why not just go do it? Yeah. I think he said it. He said it best. <laughs> yeah. They got to do the thing. Yeah, do it. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed this episode. Follow our Twitter and Instagram, where we will have live commentary during games and posts about when we release new episodes. Also, if you have any soccer-related questions or comments about the episode, feel free to send them to either of our social medias. Our Twitter is at TimberspotPod, and our Instagram is TimbersFromTheSpot. Thank you guys for listening, and go Timbers!